Welcome to Hope Church Winter Garden. This week's podcast is part of our new series, New Year, New You. Hey, man, we ought to, church ought to be fun because Jesus was fun. And I know we see the Bible, we look at the Bible, and we see Jesus is serious a lot of times in the Bible. But, man, he had a good time. He laughed. He ate good food. He had a blast with all of his friends. He always rolled with a posse. You don't get bored if you roll with a posse. I mean, he had three guys that he always rolled with. And if those three guys weren't around, a little bit bigger group was 12 people. And so you ought to run with a, a good group of people. And, and Jesus rolled with that. And so we ought to have fun. And I, I, I hope that you laugh today because you ought to come to church and laugh. You ought to, church ought to be a place where you can come and kind of feel like you can feel comfortable. And, and the walls can come down. And you can connect with Jesus. And you can connect with maybe someone around you who knows Jesus. Or maybe you can just get a break from being at home. You don't have to worry about folding any laundry. Come on, I got four kids, so I don't like laundry as much as I used to like it. It was easy with two kids, but then when your wife gets pregnant with twins, it kind of messes things up a little bit. So we've doubled our laundry duty, and so things can get things can get hard. Man, jobs jobs are hard. People people get laid off. Majority, a good portion of you guys in here, you, you know, it's like you've been laid off, and man, and people die, and, and, and disease happen, and, and hurts happen, and issues come your way, and so it's nice to be in a place where you can feel comfortable and get away from the world. And you can be encouraged and you can, and you can laugh and be lifted up. And so we want to lift you up a little bit today. We want to give you, uh, maybe pump, pump some life into your, into your chest. And um, I'm just really, really glad you guys are here today. I've got so many friends that came out today. I, I coach basketball for second and third graders at, at the YMCA. And um, one, of my, one of my players back there, Abraham, he's one of my players. Uh, he's here today. And uh, his mom and his dad and his sister. And uh, this, this past week, shocker, we went to Chick-fil-A. And uh, we invited them after practice to go with us, and we're like, man, this is going to sound like weird Christian stuff. Like, we don't know you, but we invite you to come eat with us. Like, I'm like, we're just going to text them. Like, hey, we're going to Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, they're going to think, typical weird Christians, you know. And I think we're quasi-normal. You know, we, we, I think we fit in with them. And so I'm just glad they came today. And I've got um, one of my favorite people in the entire world. My mother-in-law is here today. And when she's here, she's like, the reason why, she's one of the reasons why we're all here. If it wasn't for her making Diana... It would be no me, you know what I'm saying? When I connected with her, and so thanks for making Diana. You did a good job with her. <laughs> she sings well. She's hot. She loves Jesus. I mean, what else is there? Come on, what else is there? And then uh, my, one of my best friends, I, I have two best friends from college. Um, they're the closest guys to me when I'm, when I'm, when I'm tired or, or crying or, or frustrated in church world because this isn't all a bed of roses for me either. I know your job is hard. My, my job is hard, and I love what I do, but sometimes I have hard times. I, I call two guys. Um, that are in um, different parts of the world. And uh, my best friend is here today um, from, from Boston. And uh, I'm going to introduce you to him in just a moment. I don't want you to clap for him. I'm going to bring him up on stage in just a moment. But um, he's here today. So I feel like I'm, I feel like with all my friends, a lot of my friends are here today from the church that sent us out. And so we're, we're glad you guys are here today. And um, uh, we, we want to end our series called New today. We're going to end it today. This is it. So if you, if you came None of the weeks prior to, but you came today, you're going to get the whole series in 15 minutes. And some of you guys that know me, you're like, you're a liar, Wes. You've never preached for 15 minutes in your life. You, you talk about toilet paper for 15 minutes. So I know that you're going to talk for longer than 15 minutes. And, and so we're glad you guys are here. I'll, one more, I have one more guest here, too. There's a ton of you guys. But I'm in a, I'm in a networking, Christian networking uh, group on Thursday afternoons and one of my friends is, is here today and so I'm just flying with a bunch of people from all my different worlds colliding into one place and I think this I think church your church friends ought to be the friends that you go hang out with wherever you go on Thursday night and Friday night I think you ought to be the same place here on Sunday mornings um oh and I and I got a 
ADD like a thousand times. And I, I, got, a, I got a new guy, a new barber yesterday. And uh, I, love the, I love the last guy. He's my friend. But I, I, I got one a little bit closer, and, and, and he's here today. And uh, so if you're looking for a good haircut, I mean, if, if you are, if you don't want a good haircut, don't go to him. I mean, he can make anyone look this good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can pull this off. And so, um, hey, uh, let, me, let me finish this up. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. There's a verse in the Bible that says this. If anyone is in Christ, they're new. Period. You're, you're new. If you move into a relationship with Jesus Christ, you are new. Period. Not if, you, if you're in Christ and you move in a relationship with Jesus Christ and you go to church and you read your Bible and you pray three times a day and you do this and you do this. It's not like that. And so many of us are from a context or a church where it's like that. It really goes, we, and we've messed up. We're here. If anyone is in Christ, you're new. You're a new creature. The old is gone. Behold, all things become new. So if you are in Christ, if you've made a step into a relationship with Jesus Christ, and at that moment you are instantaneously a new creature. You're like, ah, oh, I got saved, but I'm still doing the same exact things I did yesterday. You're new, period. So we wanted to unpack that. We wanted to unpack one verse for five weeks. And so we, we want you to know what new looks like. And so the week one, we talked about a brand new life. A new life begins when we enter into a relationship with Jesus Christ. Our church is four months old. In 2015, I make it sound like 2015. In 2015, we had 29 people entering into a brand new life with Jesus Christ. 29 people. That's a good time to clap right there. 29 people. That's 29 people that, have gonna, that are finding their purpose in life, which we all want to have. That's 29 people that got a fresh start. That's 29 people who aren't going to eternal lake of fire. That's, that's exciting. That was 2015, though. We're in 2016. We've already had seven people give their life to Christ. And in just a moment, when we get done, yeah, put your hands together. That's your time to clap. And right when we walk out of here today, we're going to have about 10 or 12 people walk out those doors. And we are going to dunk them in water that's outside temperature. Because we didn't have a heater for it. That costs money and we're a brand new church. So we're like, we don't have a heater. We don't need a heater. We'll get in there and... And whoever the last person is, it might be almost room temperature or warmed up by the time you're last. But the first guy in is going to be me. So, like, I want to lead by example. So we're in there. So there's no heater. And they're going to be baptized. And they're going to recognize. They're going to join. And they're going to, they're going to let people know that they are a new, they have a new life, a brand new life. And so they're going to, baptism is, is this cool thing. It is, baptism is just linking up with the Jesus. He died on the cross for our sins. They put him in a borrowed tomb for three days. It was barred because he didn't stay in there forever. Three days later, he rose again, and then he walked victoriously. And so as believers, we are going to, those that are believers and people that have this new life with Jesus, they're going to be, they're going to recognize with the burial, and they're going to come out recognizing with Jesus when he walked in newness of life. And so we talked about a new life. Not only did we talk about a new life, we talked about a new name, a new name. You are not freebie. You are not what the world calls you. You are what God calls you. You know what he calls you if you're his son or daughter? He calls you loved. He calls you son. He calls you daughter. He calls you friend. He calls you heir. He calls you a royal priesthood. You are in with him. So if you're in here today and you're like, man, the name I have is such a negative context. Let you, I want to let you know today that Jesus has given you a brand new name. I saw one of our friends post, my new name is redeemed. We believe this at Hope Church. God can redeem anything. 
God can redeem anything. You are not what happened to you. You are who God calls you, and he calls you loved. And all these names. So you got a new name. John Eric is my friend. He talked about a new mind. Our mind can be a miserable thing, can it? And here's why. Because life is won or lost in the mind. Life is won or lost in, inside the mind. So Romans 12 says, don't be like the world, but you got to renew your mind all of the time. I was talking with two friends this week, and both of them, I said, you got to remember that God's called you to renew your mind. You can't, and John Eric says, you can't let your bad, you can't let your bad memories, you can't let your bad memories be your mindset. You've got to let those things go, and you can't let them go. You're not going to let them go. You have to give them to a person. That person, his name is Jesus. He can take them from you. Will they still still be there, Wes? Does it still hurt? Is it still painful? Absolutely. But God can pull all those bad from you and give you a new life. And so we looked at a, a, a new name. We looked at a new, a new life. We looked at a new mindset. And then last week we looked at a new identity. A new identity. We, t- we looked at a guy who had, they called him a legion because he had thousands of demons inside of his mind. I was at um, Sam's yesterday with my, with my friend Josh, and uh, lady goes, she, she, cash register um, was always talking to her, because if you know me, I talk to everyone. I've never met a stranger before. And so I'm talking to her, and, and I, said, I said, forgive my friend, he has issues. And she says, we all have issues. I reached my wallet real quick. I'm like, you need to come to my church, because I'm, that's, that's our church. Everyone has issues, and that's kind of like, like our tenant. Like, we all have issues. We're all... We're, none of us are perfect, and so you'd fit in really good at my church. I'm like, here, take my card. Please come. <laughs> here, here, here. You know, like, she's like, how much does it cost to get in? I'm like, it's free. Come on, come on. You know, I was like, you fit in. Because life is hard. And so this guy had this hard life. He had, he had all these kind of, this had identity crisis. Identity crisis. And if we don't know who we are called to be, we'll always be an identity crisis. So we, our identity, if you're a son or daughter, you are in Christ. And I did a bad job with that last week, explaining it to you. You want to know why? Because I'm back this week. And I've got a better way to describe it to you. I, this is what in Christ is supposed to be like. Have you ever seen these guys walk around with these things? Why do men, why do men walk around with these things on? I don't know, but I, and, and some of you guys are like, dude, you're judging me. Because some, some of my friends in here that carry these, they wear these things. I don't. We went to Disney when our kids were like six weeks old, our twins, because we're stupid. That's why. <laughs> who, takes six, who takes six weeks old or two-month-old twins to Disney? Only people who aren't there in the mind. And so I need a new mind. And I see, and my wife's like, hon, I, I borrowed one of these for you. I said, you wasted your time. <laughs> you wasted, you, God is mad at you. Why? I said, because you wasted breath asking for that. You wasted time. And you don't want to go through your time. And you wasted the energy to go get in someone's gas to bring this to you. Because I'm, not, I'm a grown man. I'm not wearing a, a baby Bjorn or whatever. I'm not wearing this. I'm a dude. I'm not wearing this. Guys aren't meant to wear this, you know. And, and I'm a buck 70. I, I, I'd like to be about a buck 90 with muscle. But I, I, here's what I know. I'd rather my arms fall off carrying two twins than being a grown man wearing one of these things. That's just where I'm at. But here, here's the best way I can, to, can describe it for you is it's kind of like this. When you're in Christ, it's like that little baby that's inside this thing. I'm messing myself up a little bit because you're like, Wes, you look, a, you look a little bit familiar. I swear to you on our friendship, and we're all friends, by the way. I wouldn't lie to you because pastors aren't supposed to. 
But I'm not like, this is the first time I've ever fully put this thing on. Usually it takes a PhD to get this thing undone. My wife, I usually have to help my wife do this. <laughs> my mother-in-law is judging me. She's like, what is wrong with my wife? Why did my daughter marry him? <laughs> what is wrong with him? She's the best mother-in-law ever. She loves me because she has to. And so if you're in Christ, Fraley, come get in this thing. No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> if you're in Christ, it's, it's this idea of G, you just kind of getting there, Jesus taking care of you. Travis, what am I doing? This is the best way I can describe for you. This is what in Christ looks like. And like some of you, some of you men in here today, you're, hopefully you're judging me in a good way. You're like, that's my kind of guy. He doesn't wear one of those baby things. It's my kind of church, you know. And, but he has skinny jeans on, so he kind of messes it up. And so, but the point is this. When you get in Christ, he takes care of you. He, he, he wants to take care of you. I have a friend. She's a brand new believer. She got saved her second week coming to this church. And she says, I, I feel so safe with Jesus. And this idea, my babies, they feel safe in this thing. And I got to take it off because it's weird for me. But I want to talk to you today about a new, a new family, a new family. We have the verses on the screen for you. Uh, Matthew chapter 12, um, verse 46. Jesus is speaking here in the story, um, uh, Matthew 12, verses uh, 46. And commercial, if you don't own a Bible today, we'd love to give you a Bible. So when you walk out these doors back here today, you'll go, you'll go out there, you'll see two tall black bistro tables. We'd love to give you a Bible. Uh, I love when people say, hey, I, I need to get a Bible. I don't have one. Like, we, everyone should be able to own a Bible, and we want to give you one. If you're, um, if you're here today, we, we are in 2016, so they have a thing called a Bible app, and um, you can access it on your phone, too. It's, it's brand new technology. Um, I'm just kidding. There's like 2 million people on this version app. It's, it's astronomical. So we, we'd love for you to have the Bible, and so we want you to grow. The only way for you to grow is for you to know what the Bible says. And the more we read it, the more we can become knowledgeable of Jesus. And the more we know more about Jesus, the more we start to look like him. I can't give you three steps to be a better Christian um, because I don't believe in three steps to be a better Christian. But I can tell you if you read the Bible, you'll become more like them. That's just kind of how it works. It rubs off on you. You ever read sports magazines? Uh, when I was a kid, I always wanted some of those jump shoes. Do you guys remember those jump shoes that you would put on? I always wanted some of those, but there were six of us and we couldn't afford them. But uh, I wanted them, you know. And so I wanted some of those jump soles because I'm like, man, I'm, I, my friends are like, bro. And my dad's here and my mom's here and best friends are here. But my, my friends are like, bro, you're. You're, you're half black and you can barely touch the rim. Like, why, why can't you jump? And I'm like, it's, 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 I'm only half, so I can't touch the rim. So I'm like, I need to get some, I need to get some of those uh, jump sole things so I can get my, my calves stronger. And um, currently I'm on a rabbit trail. I don't know where it's going. <laughs> um, but I wanted some of those things. If you read those magazines, you'll buy whatever's in the magazines. If you read whatever's in this, you'll begin to buy into it. and It'll begin to make you look new. And so I want to talk to you about family. A new family, uh, Matthew chapter, thir Matthew chapter uh, it's actually 12, verse 46, it says this. Jesus was talking to a crowd, which he typically did. His mother and brother stood outside, and they were asking to speak to him. That's kind of weird. Like, my mom comes here, and my dad comes here. But it'd be like, him, my, one of my mom and dad come to you saying, hey, can you, can you go get my son for me? Or one of my siblings, I have six siblings, and five of us are here every single Sunday, and we serve here, and we make fun of each other here, and we laugh here, and we cry here together, and baptizing my nephew today. Super excited about that. Baptizing my, my daughter today and baptizing one of my best friends today. And um, It'd be like you saying, hey, can you go get my, my son for me? And so he says, I want to talk, to, I want to, talk to, you, to, to my son. And someone told Jesus, hey, your mother and your brothers are outside and they want to speak to you. And Jesus goes straight gangster right here. Ninja, plot twist. Here's what he says. 
one of the girls in here just looked at her mom like, why did he just use ninja in church? I don't know. I did. And so Jesus says to him, who was my mother? And who are my brothers? And then he pointed to his disciples and he said this, look, these are my mothers. This, these, these are my mother and, and brothers. Anyone who does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Jesus says something so simply, so simple in this text here today. He says, uh, where, 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 where's your mom? Where's your dad at? And Jesus says, I'll tell you where my mom and dad are, my brothers and my sisters are. They're whoever does the will of my father. They're, they're the ones that are in, they're, they do whatever God's called them to do. And so I want to answer two questions for you today. And here are the two questions I want to answer for you today. Is number one, the question that you're thinking right now is how do I get in that family? Because if you're telling me I can get a new identity and a new name and I can get a new mindset and I can get a new life, I want that. I'll, I'll, that sounds really good. How do I get in the family? I want to be in the family. How do I get in the family? I'm going to tell you how you can get in the family. And the second thing that you, want, you should be asking yourself this is this, is what is God's will for my life? Whether you're a Christian or not, everybody wants to know what their purpose in life is. Whether you're a believer of Jesus or not, you want to know what your purpose in your life is. Everyone in here, when God made you, he made you in you to want to go out and find your purpose for life. Every single one of you. Not your profession. Because your profession isn't your purpose. Your purpose is what you do when you're at your profession. Your purpose is what you do when you're at your profession. So here's, here's the two things. Here's number one. What is it? I'll work backwards. What is, it, what is God's will for the butlers and the Beecham's? and the Zobels, and the, whoever you are, what is the will? You know what God's will for you in your life? For, what is God's will for my life? I can answer everyone in this room. Everyone's asked a question. God's will for you is for you to love him and to love people. And when you love people, it's really pointing, it's showing people how much you love him. He's put you on this earth to love people. Our church, Hope Winter Garden, that we say this, we've, we're called to love God or to, to love all people at all times in all places. I made that super simple for us. Because I, I don't want you to get confused with this thing. Do I want you to read your Bible? Yes. Do I want you to pray? Yes. Those are all good things. I want you to do that. But the mission for our life, those things help you grow closer to Jesus. But your mission for life is just to tell people, love people, and share your story. My friend, I, I met with this week. She's a brand new Christian. She's getting baptized today. She got blocked in at, at, at Publix last night. She goes, I'm blocked in there, and I, I'm stopped there by a tow truck that's moving this broke-down car. And I, these two girls were coming out, and she goes, I invite the girls to church tomorrow. That's a life on mission. That's a life on mission. We're all called to have a life on mission. This church is so young and it's so, it's, it's so new and people are saying, hey, I, I just brought my neighbor. Is that okay? Yeah, that's, that's kind, of, kind of, we have 400 chairs set up. We're kind of hoping that we fill them all up. So just kind of throwing it out there. You, you, they can come. Well, I, well the, I, I asked the cashier to come to church. Great product, good prospect. She ought to come. Bring her. I went to Publix today and a lady said to me, um, what, you, are you buying donuts? I'm glad you asked. I, orange juice and I'm buying it for my church do you speaking of church I just I go to a church you want to go to my church like I know you can't come right now because you're working but I want to give you this invite card and it tells you how to get to my church you can totally come if you want to come that's a life on mission we gotta live a life on mission we are loving people no matter what they look like no matter what they act like we are loving people Wes I, I get it we're, we're, that's our mission if it's our mission we can do it awesome if we're all doing it together we can, we can change the world if we're all doing it together. 
There's one church for every thousand people in America. There's 40,000 people, there's 40, people in, in Winter Garden. You do the math. There's not enough churches in Winter Garden. Simple. There aren't that many churches. You and I, we are called to be on mission. And so that's what we're called to do. If you're in here today and you've been a part of this church for a while, that's our mission. Love God, love people, love all people at all times and all places. It's repeatable, it's memorizable. Here's the second thing. Wes, how do I get in the family? I'm glad you asked. I want to tell you, here's the deal. I was sitting in the barber barber chair yesterday talking to to my friend, Stefan, and he said, you know, I said, you know what my biggest problem with church is? I'm telling him this. It sounds weird for me to be telling him what my biggest problem with church is since I'm pastoring a church. I said, you know what my biggest problem with church is? It's, I feel like today in our, in our culture, it's, it's easier to get into a nightclub than it is to get in church. And it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. It's easier. You wait in a line, you show your ID, you pay money to get in. It's easier to get in a nightclub than it is to get in church. Are you tracking with me? Does that make sense? You're like, oh, that sounds silly. Yeah, people, are, people want to come to church, but they feel like, I, I, don't, I don't look like them. I got, I got so much baggage, I just, I don't know. So if something's happened in the church, we've kind of communicated this place where if you're a Christian and you say Christian things and listen to Christian music and wear Christian t-shirts and you, and you buy all the Christian stuff and you, everything's Christian and you, you, you go to Christian bathrooms and you go to Christian chicken and you're Christian, like, then you can come to church. Am, am I right? Nod, my, nod your head, because I am. That's, doesn't it seem like that's what church is nowadays? Wait until I get 100% participation. I'm just kidding, don't do it. It seems like it's easier to get into, you're like, and now some of you guys are like, well, when's the last time you've been to a club? It's none of your business. But, I, you know, I, I was on mission, I swear, you know, like, you and I, we're called to love people, and we're called to invite people into this family. Man, I want to I fling, fling our, our church doors wide open. You know who doesn't need a doctor? Doctors. Sick people need hospitals. And our church is called to be a hospital for the hurting. I believe there's people in here today, there's people coming all across the way, they're one hug away from a bad decision. I just edited what I said mid-section, mid-sentence, because I realized that this is a kid's service. And I don't want you to have to explain things to your kids like my best friend's been explaining to my kids all week long and I'm mad at him so far. Some people are a hug away from saying, this is enough, uh, uh, I'm done. One smile away from saying, you know what, it's just too hard. I'm gonna go the I'm just gonna, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go a different direction. I want you and I, I want you to know that this church here is open for the people that are hurting and they're having the habits and they have hangups and they have issues. We all have them, including me. Mine might be more than yours. I don't know, but we're all called here today. Everyone's welcome because when we get here today, there's a person that we want to introduce everyone to, and his person, his name is Jesus. And you don't have to sign a dotted line, and you don't have to do all these things, but you get to move into a relationship with Jesus Christ. And it is, my friend, a game changer. A relationship with Jesus is a game changer. Does all the pain go away, Wes? Absolutely not. But you know what? It sure does help to know someone can give you comfort. Will all my issues leave, Wes? Mine haven't yet. (laughs) Those of you guys that meet with me are like, man, this guy's got issues. All the issues won't leave, but you know what? They're going. They'll be gone eventually. And so here's the deal. I want to invite you to bow your head and close your eyes. I want to give everyone an opportunity in this room here today to move into the family of Jesus. Some of my friends that are getting baptized are going to slip out and walk away, but you don't be distracted. You kind of lock in. Here's a, I want to give everyone in this room here an opportunity to move into the family because that's why we set this environment. We made this environment so people can move into the family of God. 
And so here's your opportunity. Like, Wes, how do I get in? The Bible tells us this, that everyone in this room in here today, they are separated from God. They, you, are, you and I are sinners. We're all sinners in here today. Everyone is a sinner. Pastor Wes, Bernard, all the lead team, everyone in this room in here today, we are all sinners. We're all falling short of God's glory. Every one of us. And because of that, there's a penalty for that sin. And if it ended there, that would be a really, really bad story. That would be bad news. But it doesn't end there. It ends with good news. And here's the good news. That Jesus knew that there was a penalty for our sin. And he said, I'm going to go ahead and take care of the penalty for them. I'm going to take care of their sin problem. I'm going to eradicate it by sending my son to die on the cross for the sins of Wes and her and him and you and they. I'm going to send my son to take care of the penalty for sin. I'm going to eradicate the penalty. The penalty is gone forever. And Jesus did that for you and for me. The Bible tells that Jesus lived a life that you could not live. He died a death that you should have died. My friend, the Bible says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. Forever changed. You want to have a new life? You want to be new? You can only be new with a relationship with Jesus Christ, period. It's not Jesus plus church. It's not Jesus plus this. It's not Jesus plus do a good thing. It's not Jesus plus. It's just a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's, it's Jesus, period. We want you to have that relationship with Jesus. We want you to enter into the family. The Bible says that anyone, I, I, and you can take a mental note of this, anyone can come into the family of God. And it's not by being good. It's not by being whatever you think it is. It's only through the blood of Jesus. So while your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit us at hopewintergarden.com to connect with us.